0: This is the Fantasy Football Tank Podcast with Mark Denton, Pablo Martinez, and here's your host, Alfredo Brown.
1: Welcome to the tank. And here we are, the NFL draft right around the corner, guys. And Mark, Rob Gronkowski is back, baby. Best day of 2020. Dude, Gronk. Like that's your that is your boy. I feel like if you and any NFL player could be best friends, it's Gronk. It's you and Gronk.
0: My fantasy life is happy. My actual NFL life is happy. I'm just happy. It's a good day today. We finally a, had a good day in 2020.
1: It's a great day in 2020. And oh, and well, this is amazing because we are actually we're recording. We're recording this via Zoom. And out of nowhere, just jumping in, Pablo. jumps in right here he's at work or possibly he has a a virtual zoom background because he did share that he does have a virtual background of his office so i don't are you actually at work did you just jump into this yeah yeah surprise guys
2: yeah i just jumped into it uh i was uh i was at work i'm still at work according to zoom oh my Um, gosh what's up dude yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm at work. I didn't trying, to, how were, trying to ask you. Trying to focus, trying to focus, but all I'm thinking about is that Brady Gronk connection in Tampa Bay right now. I'm so hyped. I am ready. I am like one bad Dolphins draft pick away from becoming a Bucs fan. I'm so hyped for that team. Chris is Godwin awesome. is going to eat. Gronk is going to eat. All these guys are going to they're going to crush it. I'm hyped. This
1: Bruce awesome. Arians is going to eat for sure. He, well, he always eats. All right. Well, this is phenomenal. Pablo joining us. This is great. We also have a brand new guest who's going to be joining us as often as possible now on the podcast. And this is Dr. Vignesh Doraswamy. Vig, uh, I mean, first of all, can I'd, I'd love to have you speak, introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and your profession, what you're doing. You are out on the front lines right now, sir. You are out there helping everyone right now, helping fight this virus, this pandemic. Uh, please, the floor is yours, sir. Introduce yourself.
3: Yeah, I was actually really excited to start uh, talking about Grant, but then realized that no one knew who I was. I'd be a new random voice. But no, my name's Big. <laughs> um... Uh, I, I am a doctor, as, uh, as Alfredo said, uh, but I take care of kids and adults who get admitted to the hospital. So this is a, a weird time for all of us, and it's certainly a weird time for people working in hospitals and in medicine, but i uh, really excited to talk about football and this mock draft and, and really this Tampa Bay situation. I went to medical school in Tampa Bay, so I can only imagine how the city's feeling right now.
1: That's right. Yeah, you were at USF. Now you're up in Ohio. So you're pretty familiar with a lot of these Ohio State players that are going to be getting drafted. Uh, but you are, sir, a Jaguars fan.
3: Yes, yes. Uh, moved to Jacksonville before they had their team. Huge Jaguars fan. Now that you've heard me, you know all, uh, 33% of the entire fan base.
1: <laughs> all right. So, um, guys, what we're going to be doing here today is, first of all, this is, this is a big episode because not only are we going to be going over my favorite event of the whole year, the NFL draft, we get to talk about this Gronk thing. Like, this is such crazy news. Like, dude, Gronk is back. Gronk is playing football again. He's not wrestling. He's not doing party boats. He's, he's, he's playing football again. Like, this is beautiful. Okay, I've, I got to ask guys, what's the initial reaction? Mark, you're just happy as a person. Pablo, you seem to be really hyped up. I, I mean, give me some more. Like, wow. On a scale of 1 to 1,000, where are you at with Gronk being back playing football?
0: Well, Damn. I do miss the party boats before anything, but I mean, this is this is prime time Tampa Bay trying to go for a Super Bowl. You see it, and shall I say, this might be the most dynamic offense in football right now.
2: Oh man! All they need, I mean, we know Leonard Fournette's going over there, either him or Devontae Freeman, one of those two. What do you, what do you mean you know whoa, he's going whoa. over there? There's going to be a running back that's going to be added in Tampa Bay, and. It can only really be. There's only a few running backs that can be. It's either going to be Devontae. It's going to be Leonard Fournette. It's going to be a big name. I'm excited. I. It's. I mean, it might not, but that's what I'm hoping for because the Bucks are in win now, more, win now mode. Clearly, they gave up a fourth round pick for Gronk. Like they. I don't know. I think. I think they're going to keep free agents. I think they're going to keep making big moves it wouldn't surprise me if Antonio Brown somehow ended up being in the conversation. Like these guys, I think, I think the bucks are just swinging for the, swinging for the fences right now. And I'm really excited to see what comes next,
1: man. So Pablo literally just touched on everything possible bucks related, the draft, Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, Tom Brady. I see that you're very excited pops. I love it. Guys. We got,
3: we have a surplus of tight ends in Tampa Bay.
1: Absolutely. It's
3: Pablo's dream. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Pablo would run a three tight end there, uh, route
2: for sure. <laughs> hey, if we had two flexes available, I'd totally draft another tight end. But anyway,
1: <laughs> yeah. So that's that's one of the things that we're going to be getting into today. We're going to be talking about maybe even how the Bucks are going to be replacing the running back position and getting some youth in there with the NFL draft, guys. If you are looking for a great account to follow during the NFL draft, go over to Twitter. At the FF tank. Click that little bell up by the follow button. Okay, first click the follow button, then click the little bell. Then you'll get all the notifications throughout the draft. I will be live tweeting from that account throughout the NFL draft on every single pick, trying to give you the best insight possible and especially giving you the best fantasy perspective for those players that will be changing the fantasy landscape going into the season. Now you can follow me as well on Twitter at Alfredo A. Brown. You can follow Mark at dark underscore menton and you can follow Do Pablo <laughs> and you can follow Pablo at FFT Pablo. Lastly, our newest member here, you can follow Dr. Dorak Swami on Twitter at Dr. Vig All right, guys, so Gronk is back. We've got our – I mean, our initial reaction here seems to be very excited. But there's still the question, you know, even though we're all excited, we think that the Bucs are in win-now mode, this is a fantasy football show. What does this mean for fantasy? And as Vignesh mentioned, we've got three tight ends now in Tampa. So, first, what does it mean for fantasy in regards to Gronk's value? And – what are we going to see happen with these other guys? I mean, they're not going to go into the season with three starting level tight ends. Mark, I mean, where do you think they go with this?
0: Well, one of going to get traded. So, it, you feel maybe O.J. Howard can get traded easier, more trade bait. Cameron Bray can be the backup. Um, everyone knows Gronk's history within medical, getting hurt all the time, his knees, concussions. They, they still got to keep one of them. Um, the question is who. So, O.J. Howard more trade bait. Cameron Bray. We'll see what happens. But I think at the end of the day, Howard gets traded.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting yeah. because, uh, I mean, listen, they, they didn't just trade, like, some, some back-end pick or, or, like, you know, they, they traded a fourth-round pick. That's pretty high uh, for that team considering they don't have a lot of draft selections uh, coming up on, on Thursday. I mean, you look at the Bucs. They've, they've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They've got just their seven. They've traded one away for Gronk, a guy coming out of retirement. That means that not only are they in win-now mode, but that they trust Gronk. They expect to use him. They have to trade away one of these guys. And, Mark, as you mentioned, yes, I did say I think O.J. Howard is the guy that they're going to be dangling out there. He's the one with the first-round pedigree. He's the one that has the youth on his side. He's got the athleticism on his side. I see him being the guy that, that's probably out in Tampa Bay.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, uh, OJ Howard just has more value in general. Teams are going to want him more.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just – this is going to be – it's going to be a great situation for Tom. I mean, Tom Brady's going to have – I mean, really, two amazing wide receivers. He's going to have Rob Gronkowski. I mean, it's just if, – if he is any semblance of what he used to be, if he can be healthy, if he can be uh, capable on the field, I mean, we obviously know he's a Hall of Fame caliber player but it's a matter of what does a year off the field and whatever he's been doing for a year, you know, what does that do to your body? How does that change you? Cause I mean, he's lost a lot of weight. Gronk's like 40 pounds down. This is a guy that is not as big as he used to be. Uh, I mean, when you get out of football, you get out of that conditioning level as well. I mean, can he, can he be a legitimate fantasy option for people looking for tight ends?
2: No question. No question. Gronk, top 10. I mean, unless he gets hurt, obviously. But I view him as a tight end one, no question. Uh, with the ceiling of being of the top five tight end.
3: Yeah, Pablo is definitely going to say all these things. You know how Pablo is highly opinionated, completely wrong a lot of the times. But, <laughs> <laughs> but he's going to say top 10 and top five tight end and top five <laughs> draft pick overall. And Pablo's not wrong. But that's it's, the ceiling we're talking about, right? I think it. this is a high-risk, high-reward Fantasy play. This guy could be a bust. He's lost a lot of size. That size was part of what made him so dominant. Like he could be great, but we have no idea how many people do you know that have taken a year off of all professional level sports and come back. There's no off season program. There's not a lot of conditioning. Or maybe there is, who knows what he's done. There's just too many unknowns. I would not Michael Jordan take a risk on this guy. Did someone just try to compare Robert Ronkowski <laughs> to Michael Jordan? Stop. You asked. I mean, you asked, I answered.
1: No, I mean, come on. You got Rob Gronkowski. He's not anywhere near the level. I mean, if we're talking Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, yeah, sure. But I mean, no, it's not the same. I think that it's going to be it's going to be really important to kind of watch how he how he can mesh back into just playing football, man. Like it's not just as simple as hey, I'm Rob Gronkowski and I used to play with Tom Brady. It's not that easy. He's got a whole new playbook to learn. He went from having one playbook his entire career. Now he's got to he's got to work into this new team, see where his role fits. He's spent a lot of time away from the game. And you'd think that trading away a fourth-round pick means they're going to use him. But, okay, that, we, we've seen that in Tampa. That doesn't mean anything. O.J. Howard was a first-round pick. And Bruce Arians still said, nah, I'm good. The Bruce Arians offense is not one that's very conducive to good tight end production. So, I'm, I, I'm with you, Vig. I'm, I'm super nervous about Rob Gronkowski. If I'm going into my fantasy drafts, especially this year, where we have such an unprecedented time where – they're not going to be able to get into training camps and start to work with their new coaches, the new players. I'm, I'm staying away from him. Uh, I'm trying to mitigate as much risk this year. And I think that's, that's what a lot of fantasy draft is going to be this year, mitigating the risk. So that leads me to my, my last question here is where are you drafting Gronk? If you're sitting there in your draft, are you drafting him and where are you drafting him?
0: Well, for me, Fredo, he's my smokescreen in an auction draft. He's somebody that I'm going to throw up for bid run it up a little bit and see if anyone bites. I'm actually not all in on Gronk, you know? Is this a Denton guy, trap? I, I know, I'm complete <laughs> Denton trap. So wait, wait so, 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 every so
1: year, for everyone every listening, so for everyone listening, a Denton trap, <laughs> we, we all play in a league together and there, there's an auction league. This is the auction league that we do. And Mark loves to bid up guys that he really doesn't want. And last second, he's just like, nah, I'm good. And leaves the other guy there just always stuck with something they don't want. And it, it's, it's the Denton trap. So and then, are, yeah,
2: and then he'll yell Denton trap, and every, everyone, everyone, <laughs> everyone will just point and laugh because Denton gets people all the time. It's great. That Gronk will be my Denton trap this year.
1: No, I think I think you're lying. I think this is your Denton trap right here. <laughs> I think that you're playing the long con, sir. And I'm just I'm not going to take what you say seriously. Oh. Exception. We'll see, pa- Pablo. I know that you're going to draft Rob Gronkowski probably in the sixth round and with two other tight ends.
2: <laughs> no, definitely not in the sixth round. But uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll certainly draft my few tight ends. I I, I I can't not draft Travis Kelsey. You saw what I did in this draft. I took him in the third round, and I felt good about it. So Wait, we reach. Know, we know
1: we know you're going to be drafting tight. ends. <laughs> All right, guys. So speaking of drafts, what we're going to be doing the biggest event, uh, the biggest non-game event. I think in all of sports is the NFL draft that's going to be happening this Thursday. it's, It's going to be a really interesting, man, it's going to be a really weird year. So like I was set to go to Vegas and watch the draft live. And now obviously I can't because of everything going on, but teams are now going to be required to, to, to do this all online and via phone call. And, and it's it's gonna be a really weird experience. You're already starting to hear the stories about, uh, you know, my, my kids tripped over the internet cord and I lost connection and I couldn't make my pick. Uh, I mean, this is gonna be a really weird draft. So we decided, you know what? Let's try to do the same thing. So what did we do? Myself, Dr. Vig, and Mark are all gonna put on our GM hats here. We are going to take control over various teams here in the NFL, and we're going to be going online to profootballnetwork.com. We're going to use pro- – by the way, go, go and try it out, this mock draft simulator. It is amazing. profootballnetwork.com. Go and check it out. It is phenomenal. You've got all seven rounds in the correct order, might I add, because that is a, an issue. So in the correct order, you've got all of your prospects you can be looking for with scattering reports from, from Tony Pauline. You've got – the ability to trade up and down. You got the ability to trade next year's picks. You're going to be able to see the team needs that are necessary. It's honestly, it's phenomenal. You can either do this, taking control of one team and simulate it with a bunch of computers, or you can do like what we're doing and we're each going to take control of various teams and become the GM for them. Now, I mean, Pablo, you kind of jumped on late here. Do you, do you want to be our commissioner? Do you want to be our Roger Goodell and just announce the picks?
2: Uh, I do not want to be Roger Goodell. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Man, I, all right. I all right. Yeah. All right. So bad. Uh, okay. So, then, so then, what I'll do here is, is I, I will, I will play the role of the commissioner, and then you can just tell us how much you hate the NFL draft because I know you do. <laughs> I don't hate the draft. Yes, you do. You hate it's, the draft.
2: No, 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 no. Come on, it's the draft. You can't. All right. I hate. I hate. Hate is a strong word, but I, I really, uh, I find it annoying how much speculation there is before the draft. I feel like it's. It, it makes you uneasy. Is all you hear about it's all you hear about months and months and months before the draft. It's like, dude, can you can you like just wait? You know, until maybe two weeks before to like talk about the draft. Like people just they could have the dumbest theory that has a 001 percent probability of happening. They'll talk about it and hype it up for days and bring it up again and again and again. And I'm just like, dude, chill. Like, don't you have something better to do? So, I mean, I don't know. That's Thanks, Pablo.
1: Fred, Pablo hates
0: Fredo. Fredo, Fred, you know what I consider this? What? M- Mato's mentality.
1: <laughs> Stop it. So, for nobody knows, nobody, like literally nobody no listening, uh, understands what that is. So, Pablo, also known as Wablo, also known as Wablo Mato's, he's got seventeen different nicknames. Uh, Pablo's got a very interesting mentality, especially when it comes to things like the draft, things that are beloved just generally by the public. Pablo's not a big fan. This this is what we call Mato's mentality: going against the grind just because you can. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say going uh, against it. the grind? Going against the grain. That's yeah, great. Right? against the grain, Against the grain. you don't go against ball. the grind. That's that's weird. You go anyway, against the ball. grain. All
2: right, I'll so enjoy, I'll enjoy you guys drafting. Uh,
1: All right, guys. So what we're gonna do here is we're gonna jump into this Pro Football Network mock draft simulator. It's a really great tool to do this. Uh, I've I've already simulated about nineteen thousand drafts for the Miami Dolphins. Um, every time I do a great job. So don't expect anything less here. So, Mark, you, sir, are going to be on the clock with the Bengals. The first overall pick. Who are you taking?
0: Can I have that, uh, that little sound? It's
1: going to be very easy, uh, I
0: mean, guys. You just, you
1: just did it yourself. So there
0: you go. There you go. No surprise here. Bengals got to grab their dude. D-O-O-D. Joe Burrow. Joe Exotic. Went to Taiga, Now a Bengal first
1: pick Joe Burrow. Oh, I love it. So Joe Burrow's going to stay a big cat. I mean that, I mean, I, I think this is one that we can actually just kind of talk about fantasy wise for a second here, because this, this seems like it's going to happen. Um, there doesn't seem to be a lot of speculation about it. What kind of impact are we going to see with Joe Burrow and the Bengals? Because I mean, if we have a healthy AJ green, we've got a better offensive line. You got Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd, all included in there. Are the Bengals' offensive weapons actually pretty decent for fantasy purposes now? You
0: know, you just made my entire day mentioning every single Bengals player. Say less. I love the Bengals players. I'm drafting them wherever they need to be. Joe Burrow's going to make a difference. I love it. I love it. Love it.
1: Phenomenal. All right, so with the second pick, I'm up. I've got the Washington Redskins, and this is – I'm going to get the best player in the draft, Chase Young, the defensive end out of Ohio State. Um, he is far and away, to me, the best player in this draft. He's going to change things for that defense. Um, he's going to be such a big impact. And honestly, I think it's going to put a lot less pressure on Pablo's boy, Dwayne Haskins, and it's just going to let that, that Redskins offense... not my
2: boy. <laughs> it's, going to, <laughs>
1: Whoa. it's going to let that, uh, that Redskins offense just kind of calm down, take it a little bit slower, uh, while that defense can just go out there and, and try to do their best to win games soon. All right, now we got Dr. Vig. Vignish. You have got pick number three, the Detroit Lions, sir. Uh, I mean, you're you're at Ohio State right now. Could they? I am Jeff indeed. The
3: everyone thinks we're going to take somebody, but uh, so I have what sixty seconds on this. I'm yeah, gonna you had sixty 45. seconds. I'm going to wait forty five seconds to see if someone wants uh wants this pick of mine. So you're trying uh, to trade. You're trying to trade out of this pick. Well, picture. I mean, I have there. There are folks who may want number three. Uh, maybe even your dolphins. Some people say.
1: Uh, I mean, I am in control of the dolphins. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to trade up. For, maybe Mark wants to trade up. He's the Chargers. Maybe he wants to yeah. trade up from six. Um, you have twenty
3: five seconds, Mark. I'm going to oh, sit. I'm going to oh, sit. Oh, You're going oh, to sit. All right. All right. We'll save time. Oh, wait.
1: We'll...
3: Okay. And you gotta hear the like, drop music. Yeah, we need that. You know, the truth is, so I guess we need a slave <laughs> replacement, right? In 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 Detroit. So it really it does make sense to take Jeff Okuda or Jeff Oduka as uh, Mark Denton says. So I think <laughs> in, in, the of a trade, in the absence of a trade, it makes, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, great player, best cornerback in the draft. Might as well take him here. Because oh, he's my... a Buckeye. That's why. You pick long because he's a Buckeye.
1: All right. So uh... the Lions <laughs> go with cornerback Jeff Okuda out of Ohio State. That puts the Giants on the clock at pick four. Mark, you are the general manager for the New York Giants. Where are you going, bud?
0: I'm going to speak out loud as a general manager. I mean, Giants, you can go two ways. You can go protect your quarterback, go Danny Jones, protect him, or you can just get the best athlete available. I'm going to go best athlete available. I'm going to go Isaiah Simmons, linebacker, Clemson,
1: boom. Oh, I like it. I like it. So Mark has neglected the offensive line to go for linebacker. This is something that could actually happen on draft day. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of talk. Dave Gettleman, the GM for the New York Giants, does love offensive linemen. Uh, the new head coach, Joe Judge, does love versatility. Uh, I mean, they brought in Jason Garrett as well to be the offensive coordinator. So they've got a, a lot of these offensive minds in there, so they definitely could go offensive tackle. But you know, something that's being talked about is just Isaiah Simmons too good to, to be passed up at the fourth pick, and he's incredibly talented. The guy can play corner, linebacker, edge rusher, safety, uh, nickel. He, he's been everywhere. Um, that would be a, a solid, solid pick for the New York Giants. Now, I'm up at pick five with the Miami Dolphins. And, guys, people in Miami are celebrating. They are going outside of their house to party, yet stay six feet away from each other because he's finally here. Don't let me down. Tungo by Loa with the fifth pick to the Miami Dolphins, here to save the franchise. We did it. That's all I'm going to say. There's no other analysis. We did it. We did it. Mark, you're on the clock now at pick six for the Los Angeles Chargers. And those fresh new unis, by the way.
0: They are fresh. And I keep messing up saying San Diego Chargers, and I keep forgetting it's Los Angeles. Um, I mean, at this point for the Chargers, Tyrod's their QB. Is he the long-term solution? No. They got to grab the next QB that's you know, well, going to be the not
1: ask, Not if you ask Tyrod. Ah.
0: Well, if you ask the GM, which is me. At the moment, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. With Justin Herbert. Now, Justin Herbert. As a Dolphins fan, I, I do not want him. But I can see why the Chargers have to go for him. He's the best available quarterback they can get at the moment. I don't believe Jordan Love is gonna jump Herbert. Um, I'm gonna stick with Herbert as this one as the Chargers GM.
1: Yeah, I mean Herbert. Herbert could definitely be the guy there at six. I know that the Chargers want to change the offensive mentality of getting. Uh, getting a more mobile quarterback that can actually move around, not just sit in the pocket and dump it off. Uh, they want a guy that can get out of the pocket, roll, um, work, the, work the deep throws. That's something that Justin Herbert actually does pretty well. He's, he's pretty athletic. Um, I mean, considering his his size and, and everything, his cannon of an arm, you know, he, he gets a lot of comparisons to, to guys like Cam Newton and Josh Allen. And uh, he's maybe a little bit more underweight, but, he can do a lot of those things that Coach Anthony Flynn would want him to do. So it's not a bad pick. I can definitely see that happening there. Um, up next with the seventh pick is the Carolina Panthers and Vignish, Who are you going with? Oh, man, this
3: is great. So I kind of wanted all the big cats. I'm kind of I wanted the Bengals too. Yeah. But I'm, I'm glad to have the Lions, the Panthers, and my own Jack. So you know the Panthers oh have lots of lots of oh my lots of <laughs> lots of holes. Uh, they need linebackers. They need defensive backs. Uh, all sorts of stuff. And the, and the truth is. The player I'm about to select is a, as a general, manager. The Panthers, someone I would love to fall down to nine with the Jaguars. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I got to go with Derek Brown from Auburn.
1: All right, yeah. Well, you know what? I was wondering if you were going to let your Jags uh, bias kind of take over this pick because I was thinking, because I was thinking, if he doesn't go Derek Brown, like he's 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 kind of hoping that he falls to nine. But yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Uh, the Panthers they need someone in the middle of that defense that can clog up. The running lanes, they, they need a defensive tackle. They, they've lost guys as the years have gone on. They had Gerald McCoy last year, lost him as well. And Matt Rule, the new head coach coming out of Baylor, he's a very uh, trait-heavy guy. He wants to have players that are big, fast, strong, And he feels like he can mold them and put them in the the best situation. That kind of goes along with their offensive coordinator, Joe Brady. And we've talked about that before. Uh, But Derek Brown seems like he'd be a great fit right there in that defense. Up next, we've got – Wait, wait, wait.
0: Sorry. Oh, my bad. Yeah, right before we go up next, you know who De Pablo would have drafted for the Panthers?
1: Oh, please tell me.
0: Christian
2: McCaffrey. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Uh <laughs> I don't even know what to say cuz Christian McCaffrey is amazing so
1: uh boom <laughs> Oh I love it. I love I love I love when we just we just bring Pablo into anything NFL draft related. It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> All right. Up with the 8th pick, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, I'll be selecting for them. Uh man, honestly as the Arizona Cardinals, I know Kyler Murray really wants another wide receiver. But listen, dude, we just went out. We traded. We got you DeAndre Hopkins. We got you the best receiver in the game, arguably. I mean, he's right up there. He's, if he's not one, he's 1B. So there's no need to go out and use another pick on another receiver. I don't want to make the same mistake that the Browns did last year and get all these weapons but not protect my quarterback. So I want to protect Kyler Murray. I'm taking the guy that I think is the best tackle in this draft, and that would be Tristan Wirfs, the offensive tackle out of Iowa. He can play out of the left or the right side. Um, he's just perfectly solid on film. The guy would be great and would really help Kyler, Kenyon, Drake, and that whole offense just uh, really solidify themselves as, as one of the best offenses in the league. Now, up at pick nine, Vignesh, I know you are so excited. The Jacksonville Jaguars.
3: No, man, this is stressful. I don't know how you do this for the Dolphins. It became all too real when you have to try to figure out what you need. And this is a team full of holes, right? Um, I mean, everywhere. Defensive back. You uh, know your holes by Linebacker. Yes. (laughs) Uh, I do, and there's tons of them. Uh, Right now, of course, two big questions uh, that we don't know is what's going on with uh, Yannick Guacque as well as uh, Leonard Fournette. Uh, I'm going to operate on the assumption that we have both of them for now, uh, though I don't think that'll be the case. And as an aside, I do think we should dump Fournette when we can. If we're going to really do this rebuild right, uh, this might be the best time for him to get traded. Sixteen hundred plus all-purpose yards uh, might be the most useful time. We might actually get something for him. But uh, oh man, this is harder than I was hoping it would be. Plus, you know, the topic. There are a lot of people in this topic. I would have loved for the Jags. Um, so this becomes a little bit more, a little more challenging. And I'm not entirely sure to tell you the truth
1: uh as to what i'm going to do tick, this is tick, so much tick, harder tick, 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 yeah tick, how
3: much time do i have to decide this this is stressful um, man
1: you you've got 26 seconds sir
3: 26 seconds um
1: ooh, uh,
3: you I basically recapped
1: game? the entire off season instead is, of making your selection well so. that's the
3: problem i was trying to stall uh, and i ah uh, this is tough you know I I didn't have this in any of my preparation or planning Ten for seconds. this, but I'm just gonna get I'm just gonna get Jerry from Alabama. Give my boy Garnett some support. This, this oh. is not gonna happen on draft day. This is wild. I but, love it. But I think this is what this I think this will help. I love and, you it. You know, if this is someone we can keep for next year, when you know we go zero sixteen and draft Trevor Lawrence, I'm gonna do it.
1: That's phenomenal. So with the ninth pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Jerry Judy, wide receiver from Alabama. Um, I mean, that'd be a lot of fun. That would be a lot of fun having Judy, Chark, uh, Westbrook, uh, and, and Minshew. I mean, Minshew mania was was very much real and alive last year, um, early on in the season and throughout the midseason. I mean, that could be awesome. I don't know how great it would be for his fantasy value, but, dude, would that just be fun to watch. Vig, nice pick there for your Jaguars. Mark, you are up. The Cleveland Browns have picked on –
3: Did we lose Mark? Mark? Or is he muted? And is this going to happen on draft day too?
1: Mark, you're muted. Hey.
3: Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> no, no, this is great. This is what's going to happen on draft day. <laughs> People who don't know how to use Zoom who don't this know what so they're fantastic. doing. This is exactly what's going to happen. They're going to have no idea. They're going to like, submit their thing after they disconnect from the internet. Bro, so this, Bill, is, this O'Brien. Is like, Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien,
1: guaranteed. This is a little known fact about, about Mark and Pablo. They're not very tech savvy. So the fact that this happened, like, this is what's going to happen. Vic, you're right. Like, this is what's going to happen to so the GMs and execs on draft day. They're going to be on mute, and they're going to run out of time and not be able to yo, yo, Mark, you have six seconds. Yeah, by the way, oh, 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 four oh, seconds oh, oh. left.
0: <laughs> Jerk Jer- Jer- Willis, Alabama, real time.
1: <laughs> 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 Wait, seriously? All right, cool. So, Mark goes Jedrick Wills, <laughs> offensive tackle, Alabama. He even got a roll tight in there. Uh, yeah, that's, that, that's perfect. I mean, that's what the Browns need to do. The Browns need to protect their quarterback. They need to get some, some good run blocking in there to continue to build on that strong running game. Jedrick Wills, he's a right tackle at Alabama, but he can play left in the pros, um, and, and he'll, he'll bookend really nicely with Jack Conklin, who they went out and got in free agency. Mark, fantastic pick in a matter of six seconds. If you've made it this far, This means you are a true listener. So I got a little gift for you. What I want you to do is whatever podcast platform you're using, okay, go in there right now, click the subscribe or follow button, click the little stars or the rating or whatever it is, and give us the best possible rating you can. Leave a little feedback for us. You like us, that's great. You hate us, that's great. Let us know that we suck, but give us five stars, okay? It really helps. Once you do that, screenshot it send it to us on Twitter at the FF tank and you'll be entered to win a spot in our 12 team listener league. It's already starting to fill up. We've already got people sending in their entries. So guys, please get on that and we'll be able to pick a really awesome listener league. Now I'm up next for the New York jets and every single fiber of my being as a Dolphins fan right now wants me to just pick the worst possible player. But I'm, I'm I'm putting on my Jets GM cap, uh, man. If I'm them, I I know that there's all these offensive line options and then these great picks everywhere. But dude, if I've got Sam Darnold as my quarterback and I want to give him a chance, I'm going for who I think is the best receiver in this draft: CD Lamb, uh, New York Jets, buddy. and. and yeah, I mean, he, he would just fill such a huge need over there. Once again, I don't know how great that would be fantasy-wise for him. But, yeah, he, he gets to jump into an offense that is just starving for a good receiver. He'd pair with Brashad Perryman um, and Jamison Crowder over there. Could be really nice. Now, up at pick 12, we've got Vignesh and the Raiders.
3: Uh, so, this is actually, like, one of those spots where this mock – mock draft simulator was really helpful. I uh, have not been paying attention as much to the league as I would have given all this COVID stuff, but the Raiders also have tons of, well, tra- well, listen, man, have you to have, you have
1: an excuse. You are a doctor. If you were paying more attention to the NFL draft than, than the COVID-19 stuff, like we're all going to die. So thank you. <laughs> we all appreciate the fact that you are paying more attention to your job.
3: So what I, mean, what I was thinking, I appreciate it. What I was getting at was um, CD land would have been great. Uh, clearly they need wide receivers. Uh, for the Raiders, I almost called them Oakland again. Uh, but they also I, call need, him, I
1: call them Oakland. Did you
3: call them Oakland? You may have. So,
1: Las Vegas Raiders.
3: Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, and so, I don't know. So they need they need a cornerback. Um, and C.J. Henderson's still on the board. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Is that their biggest issue, or you know, mm, or do I need support for quarterback? I mean, they could they could
1: they could definitely use a wide receiver. They can definitely use a corner. Th- got- those
3: the two, so I'll be honest with you. Right now, I'm between Henry Ruggs from Bama and C.J. Henderson from Florida. We got six Um, seconds. uh, Six (laughs) seconds. I thought you weren't commissioner, man. Now he is. uh, Henry Ruggs. Wide receiver support there.
1: Oh, I love it. Henry Ruggs. I I really want him to go by Hank Ruggs just because I think that's going to make him sound tougher. I love it. Henry Ruggs. Um, This is everything that the Raiders would have wanted in a player back 10 years ago. Uh, This is exactly what they got out of guys like Darius Hayward Bay and other speedsters. I mean, Henry Ruggs. This this guy, he, he's probably the fastest player in the draft. He's going to do a great job being able to spread the field for them, uh, to stretch that field a long ways so that Derek Carr can actually chuck that ball downfield. There's really nothing else outside of Darren Waller and Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, Pablo, you heard that right. Josh Jacobs. Outside of those two guys, there's really nothing else. So Henry Ruggs would be phenomenal here. Um, I'm not as high on him as other you know, draft pundits, but then again, I'm just me. So uh, up next, the San Francisco 49ers at pick 13, I'll be making that selection. And you know what? I'm, I'm going to ask around. Does anyone want to trade up? Anyone want to trade up? We got some good offensive linemen. I don't know. Meh. Nobody wants to trade up. Yeah? We sure? Meh. You sure? Mark, you're sitting at 18. Those Dolphins need an offensive lineman.
0: We way, way good. You, you're way good? Way good. Wow.
1: Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to wait. Big. Broncos, do you want to trade up? Hmm? I thought about it. Uh, you, want, you want that corner? Or maybe maybe?
3: for the Jags, but uh, I don't know. No, I think I'll wait. I have some plans for down. down what bottom. about
1: Mark? I mean, I'm right in front of you, man. You need an offensive tackle for the Buccaneers? No? Way good. No? Yeah? You sure? No. No, no. 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 All right, buddy. So All right, so then fine. At pick 13 for the San Francisco 49ers, I'm going to take C.J. Henderson corner out of Florida. Ooh going to put him on the opposite side of Richard Sherman um, and eventually to replace Richard Sherman as the top corner. This is just, this is a a stud corner. He fits the prototype. He'd be a perfect fit into that defense. And yeah, I mean, there's really not much else to say. It's just a perfect fit, a top prospect. And now Mark is on the clock with the Buccaneers.
0: Well, before that, Columbus grabbed, come on,
1: see pride. No no one cares. It's easy. Literally no (laughs) one cares that he went to your high school. (laughs)
0: Balls. All right. I'm going to get the biggest human being I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. A prospect, my big 6'7, 364 pounds. What a massive human being. Let's go. I not pick that for the Buccaneers with that Brady. Easy.
1: That's a big pile of man meat right there going to yeah. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's, he's huge. Protein. Huge. All right. So, next pick we've got is. Number 15 the Denver Broncos Vignesh jump on in John Elway who are you picking So Denver you know, Broncos
3: I guess if I'm John Elway and I'm sitting here I'm very surprised that Andrew Thomas is available especially Ooh. given what the Broncos need I feel like it's almost a given that you got you have to take him at 15 if he's still there I saw a lot of mock drafts having him go slightly early Uh-oh I don't know yes yeah, I think I, I think I'm going to cuz I saw I saw Thomas go to all sorts of places. I think that's what I got to do.
1: So you're going with Andrew
3: Thomas? Andrew Thomas from Georgia. All right. You know, to be honest, I think he's better than – he's. I think he's better than Becton, who you just took earlier. So, And I know you, and Alfredo, I know you're big on Tristan Wirfs, but I don't think Thomas is too far behind.
1: No, I think that Andrew Thomas, to me, um, I would actually put him up ahead of Jedrick Wills and Mackay Becton.
3: Well, thirdly, I had a Wills.
1: Um, I just, you know, I think that Andrew Thomas has been – he's a four-year starter over at Georgia. He's been great. I mean, he's, he's an instant plug-and-play at left tackle. Hits where he's been playing. Um, and I think that's something at that the Broncos. I mean, they've needed offensive line for so long. So the fact that they can get that here, uh, that's a great pick by you, Big. So there you go. Andrew Thomas goes off the board to the Broncos at pick 15. Now, Mark, you're back up for the Falcons. I know you really, really wanted this pick at pick 16. Who are you taking for the Falcons?
0: I really wanted it just to mess with Rick more than anything, but, uh,
1: the world doesn't know, you know who Rick is, but that's, that's one of our he's, friends.
0: He, he's our commentator that goes bumbo Anyway, Yeah, actually. Yeah, there you go. Rick, Rick, yeah. is, Rick
1: is our voice. He, yeah. He's our, he's our intro voice.
0: If I jack up this name, I'm so sorry. This might be the hardest name I've ever read in my life. But Kavon Chason. 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 <laughs> LSU K- linebacker.
1: Kayla von Chason. Yeah. There you
0: that, go. That yeah, you said it. Mean, good for um, you. It's absolutely a game changer. The defense has so many holes. The Falcons defense was just so inconsistent. This is the, one of the better athletes you can pick as a linebacker besides Isaiah Simmons.
1: This is who you go for. Beautiful. So, pick I didn't 16, see that coming ahead of Kenneth Murray? That far ahead of Kenneth Murray? Yeah. I mean, all ahead right. of Javon Kinlaw, but hey, you know what? The team. Oh, no, don't say. Teams, teams do what they want. We're not mentioning
3: Kinlaw for a reason, my man. <laughs> Te- teams do
1: what they want. By the way, I, I have to say this. I think we were all going to let it slide, but I just I just can't at this point. Um, in the most Bill O'Brien fashion ever, Pablo was chatting here with us on our zoom call and he asked should i jump in and pick for bill o'brien lol we're like dude he doesn't have a first round pick (laughs) 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 and Vignesh lets him know yeah that would be a bill o'brien move though it's such perfect bill o'brien fashion you you had no idea they don't have a first round pick but i'm so sorry to break your heart like that
2: Uh, uh, oh well
1: And that was the most Bill O'Brien reaction you could have had right there. (laughs) All right. Going up next to pick 17, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Wow. All right. So man, I'm, I'm so sorry to do this to you Vignesh, but if I'm the Dallas Cowboys, um, Oh, you know what? I don't know, man. You know what? Yeah. I got to go with it. Um, I'm going to take, the best defensive lineman that's here on the board, Javon Kinlaw. He can play inside Oof. at D tackle. He can play outside at the defensive end. Um, he's scheme versatile in a 3-4 or 4-3 scheme, and I think that works perfect for them. Dallas Cowboys pick 17, Javon Kinlaw, defensive tackle out of South Carolina. That brings up Mark with the 18th pick for the Miami Dolphins. Oof.
0: Well, got rid of our safety last year, so – Roll tie, baby. Xavier McKinney, got to grab another Alabama defensive safety. I'm going
3: with it. Replace the crap we had before. Let's go. <laughs> you don't sound too I upset. like your defensive safety. Defense yeah. as, as opposed yeah, to the, the offensive safety. Yeah, you know exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. All right, so we're moving on to pick 19 here. Uh, the Oakland Raiders are up. And let's see, earlier the Raiders took Henry Ruggs, the third wide receiver out of Alabama. So they're they're up again here. Raiders definitely have an issue at the cornerback spot. And one thing that I know that general manager Mike Mayock loves to do is select prototypical sized corners from very good winning programs. And when I look at this list and I look and see who's here, I kind of agree with him on this. I would be taking cornerback Christian Fulton out of LSU. I mean, this guy—he another stud coming out of DBU LSU. Uh, He consistently plays press man coverage. He's a guy that listen. He might not be a total shutdown corner early on in his career, but he's got all the tools to develop into that. And uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Vignesh. I I just took that away from you at pick 20 and the Jaguars. So you are. I love how you.
3: I love how you knew that I
1: wanted both Kinlaw and Fulton. I knew, and I'm so sorry that I threw this wrench in here. But you know what? This this is what's going to happen on draft (laughs) day. Uh, so
3: I, it, it, this isn't too bad, actually. I think uh, there's still a lot of great stuff on the board, um, and as a Jags fan, I think that our team has always been good when we've had a good defense, uh, and that's sort of how Dave Caldwell seems to be building his his team too. So uh, at this at this point, we we do need linebackers. I can't believe Kenneth Murray's um, available. Okay, well, actually, he might probably would be available at this time. Uh, I was considering Diggs from Alabama. Uh, but you know what? I think I think I'm going to go with, with Kenneth Murray from Oklahoma. Uh, he's he's fast. He sort of played, He's kind of vicious, um, and he really covers large, large swaths of field when he's playing. So that'd be great. Um, he kind of sucks against the pass, but uh, hopefully they can coach him, coach him on that.
1: Yeah, Kenneth Murray, he's, he's kind of widely regarded as, you know, maybe not one of the highest value guys in this draft, but he's really safe. He's a really safe prospect for a team to add. He's a plug-and-play starter immediately. You're not worried about, you know, is he, is he going to be able to learn, uh, learn the schemes and fit into what you do because he, he's such a good chess piece for, for defenses. So that, that's a great pick there for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mark, go Birds, baby. You're up. Pick 21, the Philadelphia Eagles. Go, Birds. Hey, I need everyone's help on this one.
0: On three, say reach. One, <laughs> two, three. Reach. reach. Justin Jefferson. What? That's not a reach. That's a
1: great pick. That's fantastic. At NSU. That's not a, his name in the draft. Let's that's go. a phenomenal pick. Reach. Um, I, I, I love it. Justin Jefferson is a receiver who can play – Outside, inside, he can, he can play on the perimeter. He can play in the slot. Uh, ran a 4-4 at the combine. He's, he's very used to NFL-type offenses and schemes, playing at LSU with now Panthers offensive coordinator Joe Brady. Um, I love it. Justin Jefferson is a great athlete, sure-handed player, good route runner. He can be an awesome weapon for Carson Wentz. and. I expect the Eagles to do this on draft days, go after a receiver, whether it's one of the the big three or if it's Justin Jefferson. I definitely expect them to grab a receiver uh, early in this draft. All right, up next at pick 22 is the Vikings, and that is my pick. Man, I'm looking at this, and the Vikings need someone to replace Stephon Diggs. They need a corner. They need a defensive end. They can use offensive line. They can use a lot. I am – man, if I'm the Vikings – Ugh! You know what? I guess I'm going to do it. This just seems safe and easy. I'm going A.J. Epineza. He's not super exciting, but he's a big defensive end that can play on the perimeter, take over the spot that Everson Griffin left behind. And that's the kind of thing that Mike Zimmer really likes. It's just boring defensive players who can do the tough things. And that brings up pick 23, the Patriots. Mark, make your pick.
0: I mean, you feel they try to get a QB. Um, do, you? do you? Yeah, I mean, but, but the hardest thing to do in the draft is project what Bilicek's going to do, right? So, does he help the defense? You know, they lost Van Noy, Jamie Collins. Or do you go defense? Do you get your QB? I think
1: they're going to wait on the QB. Um, hold on. Hold on. I'm, I'm the Saints here. at pick 24. You know what? I'm going to let you keep talking. I'm going to let you keep talking. You said you're going to wait oh. on a QB?
0: Well, I don't know.
3: I mean, I'm just thinking out loud. <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, let's play this All little right. chess
1: match. You know, I just yeah. want to say
3: that could happen too. These folks could not be the, on mute and have their conversations that other managers might be able to hear. Oh, for sure, for this sure. Could, this could. This. I'm very excited for the potential of a of a quarantined COVID nineteen draft.
1: Oh, there's there's yeah. gonna be there's gonna be massive mess. I mean, this podcast has been has been far from perfect. Wait,
0: how many how many seconds do I have? else it's gonna be honest. three.
1: Two, oh, one. Zach
0: Bond. <laughs> oh, Wisconsin linebacker. <laughs> Go Badgers.
1: <laughs> you guys try to trap me. <laughs> I did trap. Oh, man, I love it. That's perfect. Uh, all uh, right, so Mark goes with Zach Bond, outside linebacker from Wisconsin. Um, I was actually watching him the other day. I watched the entire Wisconsin-Michigan game, and I was posting about it on Twitter. Zach Bond is an absolute – beast this dude can pass rush from the middle of the field and the outside he's very some sim- not, not as athletic but similar to Isaiah Simmons he can play in the corner spot he, he he's done it where he's got to go chase the running back out wide And um, he's got that athleticism I think he's a perfect guy to jump in and replace Kyle Van Noy and all the other linebackers that the Patriots have lost that brings up the Saints that pick 24 and this was the guy I was about to move up for and I think that this is what they will do if he's there at 24 the New Orleans Saints pick Jordan Love, quarterback, Utah State. I think that Jordan Love. This, is, uh, this is a guy that kind of fits what they've been trying to do. They've been trying to have those athletic quarterbacks that, uh, that can take over for Drew Brees. And, I mean, this is what they wanted to do a few years ago, which was trade up for Patrick Mahomes. They got it and they regret it. And they're still looking for the heir apparent to Drew Brees. He's got at least this year. But after that, they've got nothing after that. So you might as well take your shot. Shoot or shoot. That's what Sean Payton does, man. Like, he, he's got some wavels on him. The guy will go and get his quarterback and continue to have a strong offense going into the future. So, with the 24th pick, the Saints take Jordan Love. That puts us at pick 25. Vignesh, you're back on the clock with the Minnesota Vikings.
3: All right, you took A.J. Epenesa earlier, right? Yes. All right, I want to build on that defense, replace one Diggs with another, and take our boy Diggs from Alabama. Oh, okay. Whoa.
1: All right. So it's a name that they
3: have, it's a name that they miss, you know, just checks all the boxes.
1: Now, so this is interesting because it is a guy that would actually fit what they do, but I, so I'm very curious about this. Things that not go well with Stefan Diggs in Minnesota, would they really go and and draft his brother? But that's actually really interesting is how much does that maybe stop a team from not drafting that player? Do you guys think that, do you think it plays a role at all?
3: I don't know. These guys are competitors. They want to be the best. If he gets drafted by a team, are you going to tell me this guy doesn't want to try to be a number one quarterback um, sort of in the NFL? I I don't see that happening. Play is great. Um, You know, he had some injuries, I think, in his second or third year. Uh, But otherwise, you know, he, he just, he attaches to receivers like Velcro. I think he'd be a great pick. It's a great point that you make, but I think that no matter who drafts him, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I wouldn't worry about that too much. These guys are competitors.
1: All right. I like it. So, moving on, pick 26. The Miami Dolphins are on the clock. And, Mark, you've got your selection.
0: Guys, as a Miami Dolphins fan, this is not the GM picking. This is the fan picking.
1: Oh, I know who it is. You can Oh, I'm so excited.
0: <laughs> I have to pick DeAndre Swift. Yes. Have to. Please. That's your boy. That's my guy. I mean, Georgia running backs prove day in, day out. They, they're just running back machines. Um, we need a guy. We need someone to get the run game going. I'm tired of all these third stringer running backs getting hurt. Let's get DeAndre Swift and let's get this ball rolling. Let's do it.
1: I absolutely love it. I can definitely see this happening on draft day. Um, I would hope not just because, you know, I, I'm not a big it's a reach. proponent to reach. Yeah. I'm not big on teams taking running backs in the first round. Uh, I mean, it's not, it's not necessarily a reach. Like, this is the best running back in the draft, in my opinion. And he kind of fits exactly what they want to do. He's, he's the lightning to Jordan Howard's thunder. I think he's very, he has a very similar skill set to what we saw with Miles Sanders last year. He can catch. He can run. He's a very good all-around back. Um, he's got the size. At, 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 I mean, he's not very tall, but he's compact how you like your running backs at 5'8", 208. The guy's just got talent. If he ends up on a team like the Dolphins, expect that they're going to use him a lot, especially if Ryan Fitzpatrick or, or Tua by lower in the game. Uh, I mean, this is – it's not going to matter. He's a guy that can fit into any scheme. He's going to get used a lot. Uh, and as, first, as the first overall running back typically does in fantasy, he'll do well. All right, we got pick 27, the Seattle Seahawks on the clock. That is myself. Man, all right, so I'm the Seahawks. I hate the fact that my quarterback gets – sacked so much, gets pressured so much. I need to go and get an offensive lineman for him. It's not sexy. Nobody likes to pick fat boys. They want to get the the fine running backs and receivers and quarterbacks, but without this guy, Russell Wilson can't be successful, so I'm going to go with Josh Jones, the offensive tackle out of Houston, and shore up that offensive line for Russell Wilson. That brings us to pick 28. Mark, this is where your, your favorite tight end was from last year, Mark Andrews. You Mark got the Baltimore, Baltimore Ravens on the clock at pick 28. Who are you going with?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know they always have a style defense. and They always seem to just pick defensive players over and over and over in the draft. You feel like I'm going to go this way as well. I've got to replace D.J. Mosley. I'm going to go Patrick
1: Queen, LSU, my backup. I like it. I like it a lot. That's that's honestly that's a perfect fit for them. Patrick Queen is great right in the middle of the defense. Uh, I mean, he really manned the LSU front seven. Uh, he's a guy with size, speed, instincts, he's got it all. And that that's a very Ravens pick to basically just take the best defender available from a top school in the SEC. Like that's just that's just what they do. All right, I pick 29. I'm up with the Tennessee Titans and do it as much as th- there's some there's some nice names on this as much as I would like to maybe take another receiver to pair with AJ Brown because I don't I don't trust Corey Davis. You know what? I got to build on what the strength of my team is and I don't want to let it become a weakness. The Titans were great at running the ball. They were great at protecting Ryan Tannehill. They lost Jack Conklin this year. They need to get an offensive tackle that can replace him. I'm not uber excited about once again about the pick, you know, an offensive tackle, but I'm going to do it. I'm gonna go with Austin Jackson out of USC. Oh. I was gonna go. I was gonna go. I was gonna go Isaiah Wilson out of Georgia, but I'm gonna go Austin Jackson, offensive tackle out of USC for the Tennessee Titans, and uh, and let him work onto that right side and work into that lineup. You gotta give a good front seven, or excuse me, a good uh, front offensive line for Ryan Tannehill and for Derrick Henry. I mean, without that blocking, that offense could really get stunted in a bad way. Vignesh, that puts you up on the clock at pick thirty and the Green Bay Packers.
3: I feel like if you give twenty people twenty different mock drafts, you get like nothing in common. But everyone, everyone, everyone picks a wide receiver with Green Bay. Um, and it. it's a huge need. It. Rogers needs stuff, and Denzel Mims is on the board. Big guy, Ooh. huge frame. Huge. I think this is easy, easy at this at this uh, at, at thirty. I, I mean, could he be a second round maybe? But I think he goes in the first round. I think if the Packers have him at thirty, they'll pick him up.
1: Yeah, I mean, I love, I love Mims. He's he's a guy that's just – he's got all the tools you look for, the height, weight, speed. You know, that's that ratio that you're always looking for. Uh, he's incredibly athletic. He high points the ball. Um, I think that he's he's going to be very similar to Devontae Adams. If anything, even more athletic. Um, where he's got to get better is the route running. Baylor doesn't really ask a lot out of their route runners, and but you always see them with these these great just – Physical freaks, you know, a la Josh Gordon. Maybe he wasn't the best route runner coming out, but, man, was he a freak. And that's Denzel Mims. I think you put that with a guy like Aaron Rodgers, and, I mean, fireworks could go off in Green Bay. So that would be amazing for him. And I think it could make Aaron Rodgers a fantasy-relevant quarterback again.
3: All right, well, one thing put, I thought about the 431, by the way, was, you know, I could see the Packers trading up for potentially a better
1: wide receiver. I mean, um, I, I don't put it out of the realm of possibility.
3: I don't think it's going to happen. It's like, a
1: long I, way for them to move.
3: Yeah, because I don't know. To try to get Jefferson, they'd have to really move up. But Jefferson and Rodgers, can you imagine that?
1: Yeah, I mean, no, that's – I mean, that's that's phenomenal. Um, I think that – I don't think that the drop-off is that big from Mims to Jefferson. I do think that Jefferson's obviously better. But, man, I think if you give any one of these top flight receivers to Aaron Rodgers, I think that he'll finally, once again, have a good wide receiver core. I think we're all tired of seeing, you know, guys like Marquez Valdez, Scantling, and uh, – I mean, honestly, I can't even think of all the names right now. But all the guys that we've been seeing there for years, uh, they need someone else opposite of Devontae Adams. All right, so that brings us to pick 31. Mark, you're up with the 49ers. Gentlemen, we got two picks left.
0: I think they have someone who just replaces Emmanuel Sanders to give Jimmy G another dude, D-O-O-D. So I'm going to go T Higgins. This was my guy in Clemson. I loved watching him play. Big target
1: baby. Yeah, I really like, him. I mean, he's not the best athlete in the world. He's not going to wow you with his speed, but the guy just has incredible concentration. He'll go up and find the ball uh, strong hands. Uh, I mean, he, he had a really nice matchup in the college football playoff going up against Jeff Okuda. And that was just a lot of fun to watch. I think that with a good amount of time in the right system, T Higgins can be a guy that, that can live up to the Clemson wide receiver. Uh, name and and the, the potential and you put him in an offense like that with San Francisco where Kyle Shannon has developed guys like Julio Jones. I mean, T Higgins has the body to do something like that. That's, that's an awesome pick. All right. Last pick 32, Kansas city chiefs. There's a lot of ways that I could go here and man, if I'm the chiefs, I mean, I think they're, they're pretty set with their, with their weapons. I don't want to go running back too early. I'm going to go safe once again, and I think that when you have a stud player like a Patrick Mahomes, you need someone to protect him. So I got the Chiefs going with the center out of Michigan, Cesar Ruiz, who can play both center and guard. I think the last thing you want to do is let Patrick Mahomes have these great years and then not put protection in front of him. We've seen what can happen to quarterbacks. I just think that you, you got you to gotta pay your insurance before you try to go out there and, and get any other players to, to help out with that team. All right, boys. So there it is. That is the 32 pick mock draft. How do you feel about your drafts guys? Love it. Of and course you easy. love it. I don't
3: know. So I, as just, I'll just talk about the Jags. I feel like people are going to be pretty disappointed. I mean, they're, we're used to disappointment anyway, but I don't think they're going to be too upset with getting Jerry, Jerry Judy from Alabama. Um, and to not get Henderson or Fulton. I just think, uh, People would be disappointed with me. That's a sexy pick you made,
1: dude. It is is a pretty sexy pick. There's a lot of, I think, really good talent here offense-wise that can do a lot for fantasy. Um, It just all depends on where they land, guys. And that's going to be the biggest thing. So once the draft is complete, we will be reacting to it. We will be giving you our insight. I cannot wait for this NFL draft to happen. We're going to be live-tweeting the NFL draft from – the fantasy football tank Twitter handle at the FF tank. And so for myself, for Dr. Vignish, for Pablo, the silent commissioner and for Mark, we are out. See you next time. Ciao. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at the FF tank.